0: shall we? We shall. Let's go, baby.
1: Help! I Suck at Dating with Dean Ungler, an iHeartRadio podcast.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining in for Help! I Suck at Dating. Still the title of the show. I'm Dean Ungler, joined in studio by Mark, Easton, and Erica. Um, Today it's going to be a bit of a Valentine's Day centric episode. Yay! Yay, because we all love Valentine's Day.
1: I actually do. Yeah. Why? Because... (laughs) It requires you to step up. Married couples, I'm part of a married couple. Okay. T- it tends to get complacent after the over the years. You don't schedule as many date nights as you should. Valentine's Day, you have to schedule something. So that's why I like it. So And early in a relationship, you learn a lot about the guy, depending on what he does. Don't you Valentine's
0: think that day. it's kind of silly, though, that we need one day every year to be like, listen, listen, guys, you got to get your shit together. And set up a nice date for your your girlfriend, your wife, whoever it
1: is. I get that, but I'm not as anti Valentine's Day as some people are. Are you anti Valentine's Day? I'm
0: anti Valentine's Day for the fact of I mean, I think that you should just be doing nice gestures occasionally. I understand I've obviously been married twenty years, so I can understand it's nice to like have an event to be like, all right, we're gonna go out and have a nice dinner and do all this. Um I just hate like the crowds. I hate like the cliche of it all. Um, you know, going to dinner waiting on prefixed
1: an hour and a half. menus. I hate prefixed yeah. menus.
0: I mean, they're great, but it's like you could do that any other day of the week for you know a fraction of the cost. And well, like I think this year
1: it's on a Wednesday, so you'll either go out the weekend before or the weekend after, right?
0: No, you have to go out on Valentine's Day. I don't day. think we will. Really? I don't think so. So you're going to go out on like a Saturday night and be like, listen, Amy,
1: this is your Valentine's Day <laughs> date. I'm not going to put it that way. <laughs> we will decide together. Because Wednesday night Brooklyn's got gymnastics, Allie's got track. There's just too much going on on a Wednesday evening with work the next day it's not going to happen
2: we're in a similar problem because my wife works at a church and wednesday valentine's day is ash wednesday oh, it's a oh, big big right. church day so she's gonna have the ashes on her forehead she's gonna have to work really late but we're still going out <laughs> so because the- cause, uh, black panther opens the next weekend i'm booked oh, I, I'm, oh my God. I'm spoken for
0: <laughs> um and eric what about you
3: i have huge valentine's day plans i will i do it's dinner and drinks with my single girlfriends. Valentine's. Valentine's. Oh. Yeah, which is cool and I'm fine with that but I'm not a big like Valentine's person in general. Like never even in relationships done a big Valentine's
0: Day. How come there's no like Malentine, Malentine's Day?
1: I call it Palentine's, Palentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Palentine's. <laughs> Day. Go out. We're that kind of yeah. sounds like we're Palestinians or something. <laughs> <laughs> Israel
0: and Palentine. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just think that I think it's great that you guys are going out on different nights then. Except for Easton. Easton's going out on Ash Wednesday, which yeah, that's is right. maybe even more interesting So maybe going it's, It
1: might be the kids that prevent the weekday. Why don't, dates? don't they have Valentine's Day dates? My kids? Yeah. Um, they're, Allie's 11 and Brooklyn's 8, and they're just kind of. Allie's class. noticing boys she has a crush oh on. God, a couple. Good luck. Do yeah.
0: You, do you remember the first, uh, one of the first callers we had was Zoe, my uh, middle school girlfriend, yes. my very first girlfriend. Do you yeah. remember the reason that she broke up with me? No. It was because I didn't plan a Valentine's Day date oh. when we were 10 years old. Wow. Or 11 years old. So
1: I'm just saying, this is the age where that stuff starts to like... Well, I have a story about Allie. She, uh, a boy, a 7th grade boy approached her.
3: Is she in 7th grade? She's in 6th grade. Oh, okay.
1: There was a dance, and they have the 6th grade dance separate from the 7th and 8th grade dance. I'm guessing there's a lot more, you know, booty shaking <laughs> at the 7th and 8th grade dance let so the 6th graders oh, have yeah. their own thing. Right. So he went up to her and said, Are you going to the dance? And and she looked at him like, why are you talking to me? And she said, yeah. And he said, oh, are you in sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you to come to our dance. And then he said to her, maybe we could hang out sometime. Oh, my God. And Allie yelled, no, thank you. And ran. (laughs) Why? Literally ran. What? She's not there yet. She's not ready for that conversation. And she's in sixth grade. Yeah. And he was
0: in seventh grade. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I was very proud of her for oh that. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> like get it go. Get away from those boys.
0: I like it. I don't even know. I don't even know how to Your respond. Your
3: 11-year-old to that. is getting like more date requests than most 24-year-olds <laughs> I know, including myself. Like, oh my god, this is so good. Wait,
0: so they have a Valentine's Day dance. No,
1: this wasn't Valentine's Day. This was for something else. This is just an independent. They do them throughout the year. Gotcha. In the afternoons, like a, like a, they have yeah. early day. they get out at like 1:30 and then they have dances hmm. until their regular time school would be out. Oh. And she sh- she shows me videos. She takes videos on her phone. It's a rager. Like there's <laughs> lights and there's all kind of loud music, and she's having a blast.
3: They put like black um, paper over yeah. the windows, so it's yeah. like nighttime. We had yep. this in my middle school. Oh, but it,
1: it
0: is nighttime. At least ours were nighttime. Oh no, ours oh. were at like three p.m. Oh, yep, hers too. It huh.
3: <laughs> gets too racy at nighttime these days.
1: Um. Well, so
0: what do you guys typically like to do for
1: Valentine's Day then? You know, for us, it's it's really I we 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 made a rule a few years ago: no more cards for any for what? any occasion no more cards interesting why they are a waste of money and you look at them oh that's nice and you throw it in the garbage and now they're like they're like 7 8 bucks cards and you feel bad throwing them in the garbage too yeah so we no more cards we're not doing that anymore so there's no real expectation her birthday was a few weeks ago great uh we don't do gifts really we just kind of spend some time together and that's it it's pretty low key at this point do you think that's a practice
0: that we could all take in early on or is that something that you kind of get to after I, we evolved to this because yeah. there was
1: pressure early on yeah yeah and, and i'll still surprise her with flowers and stuff a couple of years ago she teaches group exercise on saturday mornings so i dressed the girls up in little red dresses and they each had a bouquet of flowers and they walked into her group exercise class right before it started and after, gave her, that, that was pretty good that's I got a lot of that's points for good. that one <laughs> that was nice so i still try to do a nice surprise every so often but generally speaking it's it's, it's pretty quiet these years until the next big surprise yeah, it's like I'm something else. <laughs> well, take us through you were looking through your Instagram. So where yeah. were you Valentine's Day twenty seventeen?
0: I wanted to go through my I guess uh chronicled pictures through the, the past four or five years. Yeah. Um February two thousand seventeen was like the month before I left for bachelorette filming. So I literally just sat at, at home so with So you
3: were not allowed to be pursuing anyone.
0: Not even that. I don't even think I was in, in the process at that point oh, but okay. i was like so, so more single than ever so i like literally ordered indian food with my roommates and like we watched movies or something like that ouch palantines
1: Palent- Palentine.
0: palantines
1: but not uh romantic movies i assume
0: oh we watched like i don't know like x-men or something <laughs> yeah, like that right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um and then the year before that i think um i was i was dating someone i can't remember exactly what we did though i was looking back because that was right around the super bowl time and um, I remember watching the Super Bowl with uh, the girl that I was dating so I was like I'm sure we had to do I've done something but I can't obviously recall exactly what it was It's probably just like an, a dinner date and something like that but you were in a relationship two years ago on Valentine's yeah, Day yeah and I'm sure we went, went to dinner and, and the fact that I am unable to remember exactly what we it's did it's not a good sign it's a sign that I think dinners are too cliche for Valentine's yeah. Day dates do we know about this woman? Uh, we haven't spoken much of her we haven't no, talked to her how long were you together?
1: I put a year and why did it end?
0: uh it was just, it It was like a mess from the start, and then we like kind of evened out in the middle and like things were going well, and then near the end it just kind what of- What
1: does that mean, a mess from the start?
0: Um, She worked at a company that I worked at formerly before moving here, and so we had like some mutual friends, and she and one of my other good friends had something before her and I got together. Oh. So yeah, so that, that, it was like kind of one of those things where we have these callers calling and they're like, I like this girl, but my guy, my like my friend used to date her kind of thing. Um, it was kind of one of those situations, so it was kind of like a rocky start.
1: How how friendly were you with that guy? Best friend. Oh.
0: Yeah. And I made the dude. the horrible horrible mistake of um, pursuing her without telling him and oh without God. asking for permission. Not permission, obviously, but like you know, um,
3: not giving the courtesy heads up. Like, dude. Right.
0: And in hindsight, I would say I, I severely regret it. We lived together. We were best friends. He moved. I moved out here from Colorado. You were living California, together California at the time with him. Oh. Yeah. Um. I can't remember exactly how it unfolded with like everything kind of like becoming to the, coming to the surface. Yeah. But he was like, he was like, honestly, like it was like a very short fling that they had. They weren't like in a serious relationship or anything like that. But he's like, honestly, if you just like, came to me and told me or like asked me or whatever, everything would have been perfectly fine. And it was perfectly fine. There was just like a little bit of like,
1: they weren't together at the time, but they had been together. Oh no, recently. no, no!
0: They had, they weren't together at the time. They had hooked up maybe like a few months prior. Hooked up. It wasn't much of a relationship. They were never like they were never boyfriend girlfriend anything. Okay, like that. but they had a, a
1: history together. It's interesting because we were just talking about this in the Scrubbin' In podcast this week with Becca and Tanya, mm-hmm. available for download now, um, <laughs> about how Tanya is able to kind of if she, if she knows a guy has done anything with any of her friends, he is like like switched off in hmm. her mind. Like she wouldn't even consider him as a possibility. That is just off limits. Friend, brother, whatever he goes in that category. Maybe guys don't have that
3: switch. Well, I think Tanya has a fault there because I think you have to be open to like some people. Like if it was a fling, you should have told him. Yeah, for sure. But I also think like that could have been okay. Yes. It might be weird at first, but what if that's your person?
1: And in these situations, people always say that like like the heart wants what it wants. It's like what if that's my person? Well, that's just one like of like Selena just like
0: Selena. That's one of those things too where she was like in our friend group and like we would hang out, you know, every a couple a couple weekends a month like all together. Um And I always like a a certain level of like admiration for her. Like I always thought she was a great person and all that kind of stuff. Obviously I wasn't going to make any moves at the time, but um, there was like this one night where we like made out or something like that. And they were like, all right, well let's like hang out a a few more times and see what it leads to. So it's kind of one of those things where like, we didn't really know how to define it. And then because we didn't really know what we were, I didn't want to like go to my friend and be like, Hey, I don't know what's going on. but And then obviously in hindsight, it's like easier to say I should have done it, but I, I could have, I, I didn't know like how to define our relationship. So I didn't really know what to go to him with what information, you know?
1: Yeah. But you could just tell him, Hey, I'm interested in so-and-so would yeah. you mind if I
0: pursue this? Absolutely. And I wish I did. And I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously like there was no love lost between me, uh, my friend, or uh, me, or the girl that I kind of continue, continue to date, but it just it made it for a very rocky couple of days, I guess.
1: Is is part of that early the early days there is part of it the excitement of sneaking around because that <laughs> does add an element of excitement to the relationship.
0: Uh, I don't want. I don't know if we were necessarily we weren't like hiding it intentionally or anything like that, but it's it's funny now because like even I don't know how, like how long we want to talk about this topic for, but um, in our friend group, this girl uh, who dated one of my good friends for. Maybe like a year or two so they like lived together they're like a very serious relationship she's now um dating another one of our good friends in the group and i think that the her ex doesn't know about their current relationship oh. even though everyone else in the friend group does but it's like i feel like it's not necessarily like anyone else's place to like go to the guy and be like hey listen this girl is dating uh this other
1: guy <laughs> isn't in the that group. bro code that you let him know what's going on or is it is you're loyal to the other bro
0: i mean he's fully moved on from the relationship but it still like it stings a little bit to like see that Yeah, um, and I just think that it's not necessarily I think a lot of us think that's not necessarily our place to stir that drama and like if and when they're ready to talk about it and they'll talk about it
1: Two years later it's been almost exactly two years. You were with her two years ago. Oh yeah. What where, where do you where do you stand with her? Is there any really any friendship any anything there? Um, there there is a friendship.
0: We like tried to have a, a good friendship, or at least I made an effort to like like, hey, I want to be friends with you. I I mean, obviously we like dated because I thought you were a great person. Um, but I think that it's just it's becoming increasingly increasingly harder to like keep a friendship with like a former girlfriend. Or yeah. Friend, you know. Yes. Um, so. We don't really have much of a friendship anymore, which kind of stings a little bit. But um, I think she's doing really well. So. And what about
1: the guy? The guy, her, the guy that she hooked up with that you were best friends and roommates still, with, he still froze. best friends. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys survived that. Of course. Was he? He was
0: a little ticked off at first, but not too bad. He was like he had like moved on and had started dating someone. So it's not like they Like he wasn't like uh, like I don't know he. We were still best friends. Everything's yeah. fine there. Everything's fine. Still to this day. Yeah. Good. Well, that's nice to hear.
1: Yeah. I got the thread up box that you gave us last week. How was it? Fantastic. Yeah. My 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 wife and my daughter really appreciated it because the denim jacket fit my daughter better than it fit my wife, and so there she goes. She's got a new denim jacket. Perfect. And for her for these Valentine's days, she's about to go on. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, you're getting ahead of yourself now, <laughs> but uh, but but they're great. They don't seem like you know. I don't know what kind of a stigma people put on used clothing or thrift store clothing. It didn't seem like that at all. There was no feeling of this is pre-owned. It was a feeling of, wow, what a great denim jacket this is. And my daughter loves it. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And, and t- Easton, uh, Easton's wife
0: sent a cute little, uh, thank you note.
2: Yeah. She's very appreciative of the jacket. It looked brand new. Yeah. I mean, uh, like this had the tags on it still. Uh, she got a theory, uh, denim jacket and, uh, I don't know if that's a nice brand or not, but it was uh, very exciting for her to get. Fits are great. Oh, Theory, like a theory is really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I oh. see. Whenever I see a girl wearing a Theory jacket, I, I, it's just I don't know. I like it. I like it's the way it know. looks. For those guys that are listening, and for those girls that are looking to treat themselves for whether it's Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, whatever it is, um, I mean, you heard Easton and, and Mark talk about how much their wives loved it, and in Mark's case, I guess his wife and his daughter. Um, be sure to check out ThreadUp.com. It's the world's largest online thrift store with brands you'll love. Uh, from up to ninety percent off retail price. Like I said, Easton's wife got hers, and she said it was brand new with the tag still on it. That's uh, pretty common with Up. You'll get a lot of a lot of designer clothes, basically, you know, never worn if they've been worn only once or twice. In Mark's case, I got him two two items for his wife. One of them didn't fit her quite as well. Fortunate in his situation, he, she was able to just pass it down down to the daughter. Right. But in an event where. You get something that doesn't fit. You do have uh, free returns. They make it super easy, super uh, convenient for you to do. So say you get something that's a little bit too s- smaller than you expected it to be. Um, feel free to send it right back and they'll make it as easy as possible for you. So be sure to show your wallet who's boss and don't wait another minute. Um, so go to threadupcom slash dean for an extra 30% off your very first order. Uh, and I know I said this at the top of this, but you guys need to remember that you're getting 90% off or up to 90% off retail price through threadup.com. Um, you're going basically on t- to these online thrift stores, you're gonna be getting great deals, getting great brands. And on top of all that, you can get thirty percent off. So go to T H R E D U P dot com slash Dean for an extra thirty percent off today. And be sure to make whether it's Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day as
1: fashionable as possible. Before we get Jeannie on the phone, Jeannie is from eHarmony okay. to answer some dating questions. I have an idea for the name of this podcast. Yeah. And I really thought about this, and I really like it because it's very uh, succinct. It says everything you need to say, in my opinion. I'm Are you ready for I'm this? Ex- I'm very excited because I, I haven't liked a lot of the suggestions we've gotten. It's very simple. The new podcast name would be Dating Dean Unglert. Dating Dean Unglert. Dating Dean Unglert.
2: Like being John Malkovich,
1: kind of, <laughs> but but he doesn't like it, and I can tell. But let me just tell you, let me tell you why. Because it's about dating. Yeah, it's it's you dating, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. It works either way. It's simple. It's three words. It encompasses what we're talking about. And you're going to you know, you, this is the part that will make you a little bit uncomfortable. But I think of you as a very eligible bachelor to the people listening. They probably think you're an attractive young man and they might want to be dating Dean Unglert. And that's why it's an appealing title as well.
0: Let me ask you this.
1: <laughs> Let's okay. flip it. Around. Let's flip it around
0: real quick. Yeah. Say Amy comes to you one day and says, "Here, Mark, I have this idea for myself. I want to come out with a TV show. Just bear with me. It's going to be dating Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about my life, uh, all the dating uh, ins and outs that I go through on a daily basis, weekly basis, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, how do you feel about that? So you're
1: worried about how this would come off to? potential partners of yours or even hypothetically if you're in a relationship now yes you think word. it's weird yes all right what do you think well, how would you feel about amy well, doing I that i mean we're married it's a different situation so <laughs> i think it's i don't know i, I okay do you want to bounce it off somebody in your life and see if they like it uh, yeah. no, you don't. no no no, no i will right. i will. You don't like I will. it you don't like it it's
0: okay i will, all I right. will. i'll bounce it off
1: all right, I don't know. I don't know. I like. I
0: appreciate. I appreciate the the fact that you, we are brainstorming new ideas. What yeah. about help dating? Can suck.
1: See, I all of that is too negative. I don't like suck in there. It's too negative. It's too. I don't know. It's too cynical.
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess because well, we had one listener email say that, and so now we're kind of stuck on that. Yeah,
1: but also I like it. I like it short too. I don't like uh, help. I suck at dating. Is too many words.
0: What's another? Okay.
1: Well, let's jump
0: over to Jeannie. So, Jeannie is uh, from eHarmony. We we've talked quite a bit about online dating, all those types of apps that people use, but we haven't really talked much about uh, eHarmony or the or those types of, of I guess avenues of, of meeting new people. So, uh, Jeannie, are you there?
4: I am here. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for uh, for calling in.
1: Chief of, of
4: advice. Of course.
0: Chief.
1: That's the title. Chief. Of Chief advice. of advice and <laughs> VP of content at eHarmony. That's impressive.
4: I don't know how this happened, you guys. <laughs>
1: Um, awesome. Well, so Jeannie, tell us a little bit
0: more about that then. Chief of advice, probably you're the only person in the entire world with that title. What does that mean <laughs> exactly?
4: I, I think VP of content might be the other. um So I manage the eHarmony Advice site, which is a site, a content site, which is full of uh, articles and blogs by different experts. So that's where that comes from. Um, I also work in the marketing department and I've been here for nine years. I've kind of been there, done that, seen it all. It's always interesting.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, so. Tell us a little bit more about eHarmony. I mean, obviously we know mostly what it is, but uh, a lot more people, at least, um, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say this, but I feel like more people my age are more familiar with like the dating apps, like a Bumble, Tinder, yeah, the, the swiping, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah,
4: of course. Um, you know, I always say that everybody will go onto those sites, and then we don't, they don't find a great match. They come to eHarmony. <laughs> so um, we have apps as well, but we aren't swiping. So what you do when you go to eHarmony is you're going to answer a bunch of questions. I think we've got about a hundred questions. In our relationship questionnaire. So, why we do that is we're getting to know who you are in a you know deep level, what your values are, what you, who you are as a person. And then after you go through that process, we start delivering matches to you, people who we feel like you'd be really compatible with. So that's really the, the primary difference is that we match based on compatibility and research uh, that we've done for what 17 years here on what makes a happy couple.
0: And I mean, you guys have been around. You said for 17 years, which means you're obviously mm-hmm. doing something right.
4: Yeah. So I think there's something to this. I have to say, like when I, I meet a lot of the couples, like the half success couples, when we do our commercials and whatnot, and they are always, they always seem to be very compatible and happy, and like we just it's so easy with each other, and we just get each other. So it makes me go, wow, we are doing something right. That's I so, mean, yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: I'm sure that makes all of it worth it too.
4: It's whole. That's why I'm here, honestly. I used to work in entertainment, and it was just very vapid and you know superficial. And here it's right. like I'm actually doing something that you know is positive. So I, I love that.
0: I think that a lot of people. And correct me if I'm wrong, please, at any moment Mm -hmm. when I'm I'm talking because I'm wrong a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people that use – actually, we just had Erica in studio, and she made this comment, and I think it really struck a chord. She she said a lot of people that use dating apps are are more looking to, I don't know, hook up and maybe date, and then the people that are going to jump on something like an eHarmony are more ready for marriage, that type of stuff
4: no i don't think that's i don't think that's false i mean i think it's like you know it is about what you're looking for you just want to have a date thursday night and just have fun and aren't looking for anything serious and that's fine they serve their purpose absolutely um if you want you know a happy relationship or maybe something just more substantial and meaningful then that's we are the place for that
0: right and that's a great way to put it too because i feel like if you're looking to fill a thursday night or friday night on your calendar you're not really Eharmony is maybe not the spot for you because it's kind of more for like lifelong relationships that type of stuff
4: yeah yeah i think most people are really intentional I and mean, they take all this time to to take the relationship questionnaire and so they're there for a reason which is to find you know a good partner for them and a good fit
0: can i ask you what your what the average age is of like a of a um user, E-Harmony I guess, user? I yeah
4: i think our number one demo is 25 to 34 oh nice and 30 yeah 35 to 50 is like the second most popular group very nice so it is you know, skew fairly young still. And I think you a lot. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I think a lot of the mindsets kind of apply to both, to both uh, dating apps in and, and eHarmony. And maybe there's like a healthy blend of the two um, because it, I, I mean, just dating in general is a difficult thing nowadays, especially. Mm-hmm. So maybe once, mm-hmm. you, once you do it more intentionally, like you're talking about with eHarmony, and once you kind of sit down, figure out exactly who you are and what you want. Um, it kind of makes a lot easier moving forward.
4: I think it's it's super important to know that you know, especially yeah. if you if you want a relationship. Like, what am I looking for? What do I and ask yourself, what do I have to offer? Like, what do I bring to the table? Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, what what can what does this person have? So <laughs> I think it's good to look at yourself too. Of course, what do you of course. What, what do you have to bring to the table? So yeah.
0: so with it being February, what do you guys have planned for Valentine's Day from like the eHarmony side of things?
4: Well, we are releasing a study this Thursday, and um, it's called the Happiness Index um what we did is we wanted to take sort of the, the temperature the pulse of relationships in america and find out how happy are couples how are they doing what are they fighting about what are the happiest couples um what makes them so happy and, and the same with the unhappy couple so it's really interesting that's coming out thursday and lots th- of interesting findings
0: is, <laughs> does this happiness happiness index uh embody just eHarmony users or is it every couple that you guys kind of were no,
4: yeah it, it, we had we surveyed um, Harris did a survey for us, Harris Interactive, and it's anybody in a long-term relationship, um, married, or just, you know, anyone. They don't have to be married.
0: And what do you guys hope to do with that type of information?
4: We are putting a press release out on Thursday, and we're doing a bunch of interviews. So there's just a bunch of cool findings from the study. So the CEO of the company is in New York this week talking about it. I'm talking about it to people like you and... So we're just sharing the information. I love it. So how
1: does it work on wow. eHarmony? So you said that uh, you fill out the questionnaire and, and you send matches. And what happens at that point? Can either person reach out?
4: Yes. Yeah. So we aren't like Bumble. You <laughs> have to wait for the woman.
1: So either. Um, so and then they chat within the app or on the site.
4: Yeah. So we have like a Slack-style communication where you can just you can reach out. Men or women can reach out. I'm always encouraging the women to reach out more because the guys love that, right? Um, I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's like, you know, step up, ladies. Come on, reach out. Um, and actually, our success couple, 66%, I think, the women wow. did initiate communication. So, see, it works. But, um, yeah, so when you're a match with someone, either you can send a smile or just start communication. We, you can also send um,
1: a gift, maybe.
4: Questions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If
1: Erica like, sends gifts. Yes. She sends the, the, the subseal. The
3: subseal, yeah. What do you send? It's a little seal snuggling mm-hmm. in the snow and it says sup. <laughs> it sounds that's so cute. much worse when I it say it out kind of raises loud. flipper and it goes Stop. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think that's cute. What
4: I think is, that's very cute. Erica, what did I'm you want to ask?
3: Um, okay, so the whole issue, and it's a lot of people my age, like the getting from the conversation online to actually getting to a date in person.
4: How do you make yeah. that happen? I think sometimes you have to be direct. I mean, I've even experienced it myself where it's like, hey, what's up? And a few days later, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's like, you know, if, if the other party is not making it happen, then I think, you know, I love chatting with you, but I would love to actually, you know, meet you in person and have a drink. You have to sort of take it there sooner than later, or a lot of times you're going to kind of run out of steam and one person's going to lose interest. So I think a few, after a few text conversations, it's either important to move to the phone or try to meet in person. That's kind sometimes of, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do
0: it. That's kind of my thing with it. When I was using these types of uh, platforms to meet people, was I almost kind of wanted to string it out as long as I possibly could oh. because because it was like it's kind of like a vetting process. It was like if I'm able to have a nonsensical conversation with this person for a week, then I'm yeah. I'm more excited to meet up with them because then I know that we're gonna be having a much more free flowing conversation. Instead of five messages down, them asking to get drinks just because of the way that I look or the way that they look, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's definitely like, there's like a happy balance, I think, in the middle somewhere.
4: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, yeah, exactly. Having a conversation or sort of vetting the person and getting to them a little bit via, you know, whether it's text or whatever you want to do. Absolutely. But I think moving it to the next level sooner than later is great. I know people who have chatted online for four months. And they don't meet that's interesting. and they think some, and they think they're in a relationship. And I'm like, you're not in a relationship unless you've actually met the person, oh, yeah. you know,
0: oh, for yeah. months. I, this is kind of off topic. And maybe I mean, we can. Well, let's talk about it now. Just it'll take five seconds. So I was in college huh. when I went to college. I took a, a spring term class. It was like a week long class. You go to class every day for like six hours a day. But it was a full mm-hmm. three credit loads. I remember I met this girl in class. We were sitting um, next to each other. She's like, yeah, I got to go meet my husband later. I was like, oh, that's so great. Like, how did you meet your husband? She's like, oh, I met him playing World of Warcraft. We played World of Warcraft oh. together for six months and then we finally decided that we want to meet in person and we got married.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing.
4: I know
1: it's, I know it's very <laughs> off topic, but I'm oh, sorry. What a just... great shared interest that is. You already know they love video games. Yeah. And exactly.
4: That, it's that, important to have things in common, as we all know.
0: Right, which is which is um, obviously super important. All right, so besides I guess being more intentional with like trying to meet up with them, do you have any advice on on kind of how to like plan that first date? Because we're talking about if a first date can fall on Valentine's Day, yeah, um, there seems to be, mm-hmm. like, mixed reviews on that. But how do you mm-hmm. go about navigating those waters?
4: First date on Valentine's Day, I think that, um, yeah, that can be tough if you haven't met the person because it kind of puts pressure on things. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, I would just go somewhere really low-key. I would not be going to, like, the pre-fixed dinner, you know, on Valentine's Day with someone you don't know. So I would, you know, maybe like you have just coffee that morning or, or go get breakfast, right? That's a little more casual. I would keep it casual if you're going to have a first date on Valentine's Day. I like that. Does that works. Yeah, I think, yeah.
0: That's, I think I can agree with
1: that. And who
4: doesn't like going to breakfast and having pancakes? I mean, come on. That
1: is kind of fun.
3: A breakfast date is fun.
1: That's interesting. Right? A breakfast first date is not something you hear about very often.
3: Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. that's like the best way. Then you get to move on with your day. You can say you have plans after. Or you don't. Or <laughs> you end up yeah, spending the day with them.
4: Right. Or you're like, I got to go to work now. I kind of <laughs> like, love that. Yeah, actually. that too
1: work <laughs> 11 a.m just go to jinkies get some blueberry pancakes <laughs> exactly,
4: yeah. <I> love jinkies. <laughs> well, that's kind of
1: more brunch hour but yeah well but you're not gonna have an eight for a first date i mean it's got to be a brunch <laughs> it's like a weaning exactly. process
4: i uh, just think like too much pressure to you know how nervous would you be like go to some fancy dinner i just can't even imagine that so i would can, steer away from that for Je- sure
0: Jeannie, can you talk a little bit about how i guess EHarmony's changed over the years you said you've been there for nine years right Mm-hmm. So you've said you are I'm sure you've probably seen it change quite a bit over the past decade. What what are kind of like some notice no, noticeable changes you've seen
4: in some ways it's changed in some ways it's still the same like our mission is the same which is to, to put two people together who are, would be a great fit. So we we're still about compatibility, but we have changed our product a lot. Um, so, you know, you have to do it. You have to change and, and progress at the times. Like, you know, we can't have the old school email a question and email back. So we have more of a Slack style communication now. We also last year, um, you know, we always kept compatibility, like why you're good fit for someone behind the fold. And we, had, we have a new CEO started a little over a year ago. He said, I want everybody to know why you're a good match with this person. So we now show you all the ways you're compatible, whether it's like, you know, adaptability or energy level or passions or whatever. So now you can actually see it's a cool chart that shows you um, how compatible you are. So there's changes like that that have gone on, right. just, you know, like um, better upload of photos, just, you know, keeping up with the current um what's going on out there currently. But we really are, in some ways, have stayed the same with our mission. That will never change. It's just we really believe, you know, we believe that, um, you know, who you decide to spend your life with, it's a huge decision, one of the biggest decisions you're ever going to make. We want to help you find someone that's a great fit for you. I was
1: saying the other day, actually, we were out for my wife's birthday and I made it a toast and I said that the key, the key to a happy life is to marry the right person.
4: And Everything so falls like,
1: into place if you can figure out how to do that.
4: Yeah, either going to have like a super happy life, or it can be, you know make you miserable too if you yeah. if you pick the wrong person. That's it. Yeah, that's absolutely. The, I'm, absolutely. I'm going to
1: express that to my daughters as they get older that you just got as long as you find the right person, everything's going to be great. But what makes them the right I person? Mean,
4: well, I mean, like, well, if you look at our research, it's somebody who you're compatible with, so meaning someone that you're similar to in important ways. Like, it's better to be with someone that's more like you than dislike you. So let's say you're a really adaptable, easygoing person. Is it going to be easier for you to be someone similar, or someone who's really rigid? It's going to be hard if they're really rigid. So it's just it's, it's similarities and important, you know. Well, but like you say,
1: the, it's the rigidity that would cause the problems. Even if you're not exactly. similar, if you're not rigid about it, like my, my right. I, don't, I don't think my wife and I are that similar, to be honest with you. Hmm. Uh-huh. But but neither one of us are terribly rigid. We both respect each other's you know feelings, beliefs, whatever it is, and so we've kind of just merged together into this this marriage that seems to be going well 15 years in and that's the key but mm-hmm. I, but to dean's compromise. question how do you know compromise. compromise yes how do you know it's it's such a cliche but you just know like i i just yeah. knew and i don't know how yeah. to express that and people like erica just rolled her eyes at me <laughs> and i get that oh, it's
3: sweet it's so sweet and i hope someday i just you know. will know
1: someday
4: don't you guys share values, though? You do share, like, certain... Yeah, we've never really
1: had a lot of disagreements when it comes to raising the kids, so that's right. important.
4: So there you go. So you guys are similar in that respect. I guess so, so I think yeah. think it's good to, Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome.
1: Um, I did want to get this email in just because it's it's something that we've kind of hit on, actually, but I think that you could weigh in on this. It's from Sarah. Mm-hmm. She says, since you were talking about dating apps and messaging on dating apps, I was wondering, do you think it's okay to ask a guy out first? I've been messaging this guy for a while, and we now have moved into texting, which, I mean, that's a big mm-hmm. move in itself, they say, to mm-hmm. get from the app to your text. We've yes. talked for a while, but he has yet to ask me out. Should I ask him if he wants to get drinks? Love you all. Sarah.
4: Yes, 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 Sarah. Do it.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Deaners? Yes. Take I agree. action. Erica?
3: I'm kind of in the same situation. I'm waiting to see if I need to just ask someone out. So I'm down with your advice, Jeannie. I'm going to do it. How
1: how long has it been?
3: Three weeks. Oh, my gosh. We've been talking for three weeks. Yeah. Well, Yeah.
1: I mean,
0: I'm going to say that I usually would wait for the girl to ask me out. And I would say that in this instance, you
1: should ask him out. Okay. Wait, is this Shorty McShort guy?
3: Oh my God, yes. <laughs> He's not actually short, we don't think. Like, just to clarify. No, it's
1: a joke because she thought he was, and that yeah. was scaring her away. But we've done our homework on him, and we don't think he is. But right. we're still calling. So we're him still talking through Shorty cleaner, right? McShort I think that's guy.
4: time. The thing is a whole other subject, oh but it's a, it is really important <laughs> for women.
0: Junior, <Jimmy>, what's <laughs> what's on a uh, eHarmony profile like physically char- like physical characteristics? Is there a picture, of course, that, height, weight, all well, that kind of stuff? Yeah, or?
4: yeah, yeah, But there is there is a height area to fill out so it's important enough that we put that there
0: what other what I'm just curious um what else is on there that makes every like besides the questionnaire and all that kind of stuff that like allows you guys to fully understand who a person is uh to, Mm -hmm. to ensure that you're matching them matching them up with someone that's compatible what else is there is there like religious beliefs is there um I don't know what type like what type of girl they're into like that kind of stuff I don't know yeah
4: so there's like a, a really detailed profile that you can fill out so you can write what's most important to you, what you're passionate about, how people describe you, what you're looking for. Um, do you smoke, do you drink? That kind of stuff is all. It's a pretty in-depth profile. and then you can upload as I think as many photos as you want. So I always encourage people more than to upload more than less. because yeah. you know one picture, and an incomplete profile basically means no activity. Yeah. So it's like you got to put some energy into it to get something out of it, obviously.
1: You can put as many as you want on there?
4: I think it's like 10 to 12. Wow. Sure, but yeah, yeah. You can upload a lot of photos, which is nice. I mean, you know, you want to, if you're going to like reach out to someone, don't you want to have some information about them? Yeah. Before? What do you yeah.
1: suggest for those photos? And, and there's there's one like main photo you see first?
4: Yeah, there's one main photo. Yeah. So that, that's the key, the
1: right? That that first photo, the profile picture.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely, Yeah. And, and, you know, a good quality picture is nice. Not something blurry or, you know, I, I've seen it all. I mean, don't wear sunglasses in every single photo. Don't have every photo be the same, but like a different filter on it. You know, don't like I I, I was warn against shirtless photos for the most part, you know, so I
1: don't like a group photos. I think that's a mistake.
4: Group? Yeah. Group photos, especially with a guy, a guy surrounded by like five women. Like what? Well,
1: yeah. That? True. you know
4: what I mean but you, you see it all the time so um, you'd think it would be intuitive but it really isn't I think, so group, I, I would... I
0: think group photos yeah. are good not with not with five girls around you I think that's tacky yeah I
4: think you have to have some group photos but though. I think it's I good like...
0: to have it's good to have a f- couple solo pictures so they know what you look like
1: but then it's also good to show that you have friends but also, <laughs> also but also <laughs> they'll com- yeah. <laughs> but they'll also <laughs> that's compare that's you right. to the others and and they might like one of your friends think is more attractive
4: yeah I'm not right. familiar I'm with like that kids. situation I don't know if people do that
3: People do
1: that? <laughs> Guys do that, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Guys are like, oh, she's nice, but I like second from the left a little better. <laughs>
4: so whatever. maybe I can go
0: get drinks with this girl and then be introduced to her friend through... Oh, no, yeah, I, you don't want that.
4: I think full, full body shots are good, too, just you out walking or hiking or whatever good, too. Somebody can actually see what you Can I really see your profile like. picture, Erica?
3: You want to see my profile
1: yes. picture? Yes. I'll describe <laughs> it to Jeannie, and she can tell us if you're doing a good job or not.
3: I'm pretty sure I have sunglasses on in it. That's a mistake. <laughs> I know. Do you have Do you have other photos? I have tons. Yeah, I have like my full, my full things. Jeannie, question while she's pulling it up.
0: Yeah. How do eHarmony employees meet their wives and husbands on eHarmony? Oh, that's a good question.
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, in the past. We didn't allow employees to use the service because we were afraid that, you know, in certain departments you could, you know, get in. Overlap. And, like, back end. But now yeah. we do. You have the ability. And I've heard of several people meeting their significant other on eHarmony. So, yeah, it nice does happen. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: let's critique Erica's photos. So here's the main one.
4: <laughs> What's the main one? The
1: main one is her. It looks like she's at a music festival. I would guess this is stagecoach. Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. And she's in a, how do you describe that outfit? Is that a jumper? Sleeveless romper, shorts, okay. Is that a That's romper right. automatic? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, sunglasses, smiling, hair in a ponytail, mm-hmm. purse with fringe. <laughs> and she's like on top of something because around her are other people, but they're all beneath her. Like she's standing on a hay bale or yes, something.
0: 100%. Is that like a psychology thing? Or?
1: And I will say, I think this is great. I was I, I, mean, I was it kinda, gonna.
4: It kind of right. It shows who she is. She's having fun. Yes. But yeah. I think it sounds. It's fun. a great Erica
1: smile. It, it expresses her personality. I mean, I know her, so I don't know if I would know that if I was going into this blind, but I know that this is Erica's personality to me, summed up perfectly in this photo. Now, That's photo awesome. number two is with three other women. hmm But I think she chose this right because she compares well to the other three women. <laughs> okay. Good. So that was smart on her part. <laughs> so bad. She kind of, but you kind of glow in this photo, where the other three don't. You, you 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 pop in this one. The third one is her and another woman that I don't know, and that's a weird one for me. Who's that? Oh, that's Alex. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I've never seen her with her hair back like that before. Anyway, so I don't know. That's kind of a weird one. Like, who's that? Is that your sister? Like, I don't know. That one brings up too many questions. Fourth one, she's at another, out uh, with other friends, and they're hugging her, and that, I kind of like that. She's likable. People like her. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are sisters. Oh, that's good, too. Okay. And then she's with another random woman. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't like the two shots with random. There's another with Alex. Okay, but you don't take a lot of photos of yourself. It is. I guess.
0: It is good. I, I mean, will say.
4: It would be nice to see, like, maybe a photo of her by herself, maybe at least one.
0: So, Dean,
1: the, there's the profile picture. It's cute.
0: It's good, right? Yes, it's cute. I think it works for her. Um, plus one point for not having a picture with any guys. Yes. I
3: don't really Ding. have that photos with guys. But,
0: <laughs> but, Jeannie, question. On these eHarmony profiles, I imagine there would be a lot more just solo pics. I don't know why. I just imagine with eHarmony being the service that it is and, like, leading more uh-huh. to, like, lifelong partners, I think it's more like this is who I am as an individual instead of.
3: But, like, how many photos do you have of just yourself doing things you're actually doing in your life and not just selfies? Ever I don't since, like selfies. Yeah, ever since right. I've been encouraged to post
0: an Instagram post a day, I've got a lot more pictures of myself, which is, I, I don't I
4: totally like that. agree. I totally agree that you should have a variety of different photos, not just you selfie in every bathroom in LA or whatever. Yeah. You know, and he, I mean, you no would self. be shocked. You we've I've talked about good photos like to death, and you'd be shocked at the, the pictures that still show up. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if people are, you know, lazy or what, but, I mean, it's really important. <laughs> like,
1: it's it is. It's an
4: aspect to your success. So, yeah. Have some friends take a few shots of you out hiking or whatever. But you know? Erica makes a good point. You don't get
1: pictures of yourself that often. Like that's unless
3: true. you're a certain type of girl who says
4: take right. a photo of <laughs> me to photo me. And that's not my personality. You
1: almost have to stage your profile picture,
4: yeah. which is Sure. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think that's not a bad idea. Like if you're walking with your dog and you're with your girlfriend, like you can take a few pictures of me walking the dog it's okay. cute, you know? Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll start give asking people a to a take dog? photos of yeah. me. No. <laughs> I'll steal someone's dog there you go you can borrow mine genie you've been
1: there nine years and it's evolved where do you see dating nine years from now
4: oh my gosh well hopefully not like a black mirror episode
1: Oh, uh, how can it not be hang the dj
4: that one's good
1: though that was my that favorite was one of the entire one. season like yeah more than callister
0: yes my favorite by far not by far but definitely my favorite
1: yeah it was good yeah
4: i mean obviously we want people to always have free will right but i mean i think that you know just um, technology will obviously play a bigger role, and I know we've got research scientists who are constantly working on, like right now they're trying to figure out are there any other dimensions of compatibility we don't know about, and working with outside academics. And then I've heard talk of like facial recognition, and you can kind of tell who might be a good fit uh, based on facial features. So I wouldn't be surprised you know, if the more technology will play a part in matching in the future.
0: And it's hard, to, but, it's hard to really plan for that because we really don't know where technology's gonna be in nine
4: years. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah, it's really hard, but um, but I would just say more of a, a refinement at least here on just putting two people together who would be a good fit and looking at your habits and who you tend to click on and who you're talking to and then saying okay, he likes this type of person, so we're going to deliver a lot more of that. So I think more, just more in that area.
0: Nice. Um, all right, yeah. Jean, well, thank you so much for calling in,
4: uh, of course, guys.
0: Everyone Thanks that's for listening, me. of course, be sure to tune in. I guess well, not tune in, but you guys are releasing the Happiness Index on Thursday. You said right?
4: Yes. Yes, it'll be everywhere, and you can go to our eHarmony advice site, okay. and um, it'll be there, too. Okay, yeah.
0: so we'll be on the lookout for that. I'm excited to see that. Cool, um, hey guys. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for calling in and for all the advice. And uh, uh, Thanks,
3: absolutely. Jeannie. <laughs> Good luck, Erica. Thank
4: absolutely. you. <laughs> all right,
1: take care.
4: Okay, bye, guys. Bye.
1: Yeah, everybody should go watch the Hang the DJ episode of Black Mirror.
0: Why, did it, why was it your favorite? So, it was my favorite, I think, because... The twist at the end, I didn't necessarily see coming. Yeah, and don't spoil anything because yes.
1: Black Mirror is still pretty underground. I've yes. seen none of it. Okay, so I, would, I think that's a good starting point for you is hang the DJ. So if you don't know Black Mirror, it's on Netflix, and it's an anthology show, meaning every episode is a specific story oh. with different characters, different actors. They're all isolated, so you can watch them in any order. It doesn't matter. Each one's a little movie. And, hang the, and, and the only common thread in all of them is they have something to do with modern technology. And, and a lot of it is predicting future technology. And Hang the DJ is kind of the future of dating apps. yeah And so that's why that's a good one for listeners oh. of this show and Erica to start <laughs> with. And then you can pick and choose as you go. But start with that one, I think. And there
0: were that one I liked a lot, too, because there was no... There was no like really horrible thing that happened. Like every other episode, like something bad, like horrible happened. Uh, certainly creepy. creepy. A lot of them are very creepy. And this, this one wasn't. This one had like lows, of course, but yeah. there was nothing, nothing where you're like, ah, I don't know. It was, you know. Like it didn't. It wasn't like I don't know.
2: And it was just yeah. cute. Some of those episodes are horrific, and this one was uh, <laughs> quite sweet. I thought. In have comparison, have you
3: guys heard about why it's called Black Mirror? Do you know this? Well, the computer I, screen. I did. Black yeah, it's like if you like phone? hold your blank oh, phone up and like mirror. look at yourself, except. Mine just like lights up when I do that. Yeah, but, but I
1: can see myself right now. It's not weird? Wow. Yeah. What was the other one that you said you liked a lot? I loved USS Callister from this season. What's Cali- That's the Star Trek episode. Oh, see, I didn't like that one very much. Okay.
0: I don't know why. I think maybe I fell asleep 40 minutes into it. And so oh, I, I liked that one. <laughs> I thought that was really strong. I think just because they've overplayed like the, the computer programs becoming self-aware and like all that kind of stuff.
1: Let me give you a Have you seen a lot of them? I've seen all, every single one. Oh, Sa- San Jacinto, which I assume is how you pronounce it. That's probably my favorite. Remind me of that one again? Okay, that one's the two women who fall in love, and uh, they're in the oh. beach community. San Junipero. San Junipero. Oh, that's what it was. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of an actual <laughs> community place, in Southern yeah. California, yeah, San, San Jacinto. San Junipero. Here. Thank you, Easton.
0: That one's good, because yeah, I guess technically they are computer programs. Yeah. Mark gave me oh, uh-huh.
2: a viewing order of Black Mirror. I hadn't seen really any of them, and then Mark found out I was interested, and he gave me this plan that I've been calling the Molnitsky Initiative. Is <laughs> 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 hopping from season to season, and it was a really, really uh, effective way to, to get introduced to the show, I felt. Did you
0: so, did you start him out at the top and then kind of like. I don't. What did I start? You, you started,
2: started me out. with Callister. You asked us Callister did, from okay. the newest season. That appeals to Easton. Yes, he's yeah. a sci
1: fi guy, so that made sense for him. I think for Erica, Hang the DJ is the perfect starting point.
3: I have no plans later today. And then so. San good. Junipero.
1: San Junipero, you'd love. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And there's lots. I mean, uh, we could go from there, but <laughs> we'll leave it at that for now. Oh, the entire history of us. Is that what it is, or you?
2: Yeah. The history of you.
1: The entire history of you. That's another season good
3: one. one. Okay, how long are these episodes?
1: about an hour what about
0: the one with john okay. ham that one's good that's
1: a lot. white christmas that is a good christmas. one yes that's a long one
0: um can we just change this podcast to help i suck at netflix and then we <laughs> yeah. go around netflixing suggestions
2: logging in with dean england <laughs>
0: there
1: you go what else do we want to talk about i want to talk about man crates yeah and then i want to read some emails
0: let's talk about man crates we talked a little bit about them last week um we're going to talk a little bit, a bit more about them right now because last time we talked about man crates, I didn't really have an opportunity to explore their website quite as much as oh. I had to this time. Oh, you have now? I did. It's great. It's it's amazing. Because I kind of thought that they were just like those wooden crates that you had to pry open with a, a um, crowbar. Because my roommate got one of those, like I said, from his girlfriend, and he absolutely loved it. So I was like, that's their that's their thing. That's what they do. They just send you an unopenable crate that you have to like earn your man card to be able to open. Mm-hmm. You have like some cool things inside, like some like some tumblers or. That kind of stuff. But it's so much more than that.
1: Right. It's a cute little thing that they do, but that's not what man crates are So wow. much more than that. And yeah.
0: so much more than just the crate. Like, they call themselves man crates, and I can see why. They have, I mean, they have essentially four categories from their website. It's wooden crates, ammo cans, jerky grams, and then project kits. And I was going through each of these. They're all awesome. Um, and actually, my friend Naz just got a package from them yesterday that, like, a personalized guitar. Wow. Which is pretty cool. Um so the wooden crates we talked about a little bit. The ammo yeah, cans are really cool. Right, you can like you can personalize like uh, glasses, all that kind of stuff. But the one that I really really liked, the one that kind of spoke to me the most, was was the project kits, because if you click on project kits, you'll go in there and it's like a knife making kit, a leather belt oh. making kit, homemade brood kit. Uh, uh, what else? There was one that I really liked too. Folding this knife,
1: pipe carving.
0: The pipe carving was cool. Great I don't, I've never, I never. would never need or use a pipe, but I want to know how to make one.
3: Yeah, like what are you going to do with this stuff once you make
0: it? Hot sauce making kit. Yeah, Baconology. Oh, yeah, man. Baconology, I know Mark loves that one.
1: That's a good one.
0: Anyways, it's just these cool things that you can send to someone and instead of just having something to put in the cupboard or like on a bookshelf, it's like you're like kind of encouraging them to learn a new skill and like enjoy that learning of the new skill too.
1: Look, you're racking your brain right now trying to figure out what to get a guy for Valentine's Day.
0: This is it, mancrates.com. And this is going to be a double blaming too. Say you're dating this guy and he wears horrible belts and you also <laughs> want him to learn something new, get him the belt making kit. He's going to make himself a cool belt. <laughs> a and he's better belt.
1: A better belt. And he's going to wear it more often because he made it himself. Part of a relationship is improving your guy. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. I'm such a better person with Amy and I. I mean, like fashion, everything. Fitness, diet, everything's better. This can play a role. You can steer your guy in the right direction with a man crate. Right. It's a great point,
0: Dean. If you go to mancrates.com slash Dean, you'll get 5% off. And you, you might be saying to yourself, 5%, eh. But you're getting 5% off of these awesome crates, kits. They're a good deal already. They're a great deal already. And they're like, they're fun. They're exciting to open. It's something that a person will. It's funny. We talked about early at the top of this podcast, remembering dates and how. Those cliche dates are kind of boring. This is anything but a cliche gift. And people are going to remember these gifts that you get them because they're just unique and they're awesome. So, again, go to mancrates.com dean and you get 5% off. I don't offer that discount anywhere else but mancrates.com dean. So, go check it out. Um, I Again, I advise the project kits. I think the project kits are great. I think that any guy that you get that for would... would just be loving to have it.
1: Yeah, and if he's got a favorite basketball team, football team, th- they have these for everything. You can get the NFL Barware crate with with his favorite football team logo on bar glasses. I mean, it's just it's. There's great so football.
2: many. You know, we mentioned the breaking open the crate. They're really pushing the limits of uh, product delivery because you can get a main crate gift card, and that comes encased in a brick. So you have to <laughs> smash open. <laughs> what? They give you a pair of safety goggles too, so safety is uh, safety first. But uh, yeah, you. Crack open the, the brick, you get your gift card, and then you're on your way to Mancrate Heaven.
1: That's pretty
0: funny. Never
3: made this as smart. So smart. Yeah. So smart. That's pretty funny.
2: Mancrates.com
1: <laughs> slash Dean, 5% off. Uh, here's an email from Val, and I feel for Val. Val and I are uh, kindred spirits, okay. Val and I. First, she says, I love the podcast. I listen to it every week while I'm at work. I definitely agree with Dean, and the name needs to change. She has her own suggestion, Woo! Dean, with your strong opinions. How about Dating Do's and Don'ts with Dean Unglert? It's got the right amount of personification. I like it. I like it. Plus, it's alliterative. Oh, that's what
0: I meant to say, not personification. Oh, oh it has
1: because It says your name in it. I'm emailing you all because I really do suck at dating. Well, we keep coming back to that, don't we? It's been two years since my last <laughs> serious relationship, and I'm ready to meet someone new. The problem is, haven't had the best luck with men. Like Mark, I've been ghosted three times in a row. Now, that is rare. That's the a good sign, ghost though. Ghost is rare. It is. what. Oh, because I my fourth was, yeah, you're right. I think that's an incredibly good omen. (laughs) My, Ghost, 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 and then the next one to come along, 20-year marriage. 20-year marriage. So that's a good sign, Val. But she says, one of the guys that I've been talking to even went out of his way to make a romantic night by blindfolding me and taking me to a special place for dinner. It was a great night. He even had my friends get together so I could spend time with all of them on my birthday. After being with him that weekend, he stopped talking to me. That's a weird one.
3: Like... But guys do this.
1: But if you went to that, guys don't put that kind of effort into a birthday or to dates unless they're really interested.
3: Guys freak out.
1: Maybe
0: he was interested and then he saw her in that environment and then just wasn't interested anymore. Saw her with
1: her friends.
3: Maybe she got really drunk. I don't know how old is Val. (laughs) She doesn't say. Okay.
1: I recently went on a date and it seemed like we have a very good connection. We have similar interests and he opened up to me about his personal life. All signs show he's interested, but I'm afraid that I'm going to ruin it and I'm scared he's going to run off like the rest of the guys. I don't know if I'm intimidating or if these guys are just very good at faking their feelings and can't be honest with me. How do I get off the ghosting streak, Val? First of all, it's not you, Val. Don't think that it's you. These guys. Yeah, it's not. Don't She's, she's blaming herself. She's saying, I don't want to mess this up. You didn't mess the other ones up. I didn't. I still have advice for her, though. I think that she should,
0: and I don't even maybe think that it's her that's encouraging these people to do these, like, grandiose things. But that birthday party thing was a big gesture. Yeah. This guy opening up a lot about his personal life. It for a first date, it's a big gesture in a, in a lot of like emotional ways. I guess I think what she should do is slow things down because what mm-hmm. the way that I perceive this is these guys are going all out, pulling out all these stops, and putting making themselves vulnerable, and then maybe not getting what they had hoped to get out of it. So then they're just like, "All right, I'm bailing," like that kind of thing.
1: But what were they hoping to get out of it?
0: Well, like maybe they just didn't, didn't get the reaction that they were hoping to. That type of thing. Oh, okay. yes. Um, and not not like yeah, not like. Separately.
1: No, I understand. I understand.
0: Yeah. Um, so I would say that by like working up slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly building and like allowing a, like a true foundation to form before like doing these great things. I just think that that would kind of limit the ghosting. Like think about this guy that threw the birthday party. He's like, he's like, all right, I invited 10 of her closest friends, blindfolded her, pulled out all the stops for all this. Where, do, where the hell do I go from here? I can't go anywhere from here. You know, like I can't, I can't improve upon
1: that. But what, she didn't like, she didn't ask him. No, to yeah, this. you're
0: right. And that's weird. I don't like,
1: she must have a great first impression or something because she doesn't say how long she was with these guys before they bailed. But it's, it's that birthday party to Ghost is weird. But my only advice is it's not you. Don't worry about that. And don't get in your head about this. You just have to treat this relationship you're in now as its own thing. Don't worry about messing it up. Have a great time. Be real open with him. Don't play a lot of games. Erica's looking at me like she disagrees and completely. No,
3: no, I agree with you. But also, they always come back around. They always come back the around. The ghosters? These guys will reach out to her at some point. I don't know how long it's been.
1: But in a booty call way?
3: Or just in a like, oh, I messed up, and I hope that she does not get back with them at all. Like, if you ghost someone, you're out. You're done. I the think that's fair. Guys always come back around.
0: I agree. I agree with that um, yeah. piece of logic. If you get ghosted by someone, you should never consider taking them back. They're just going to do it again. Yeah.
3: It's like a cheater.
0: Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Once a yeah. ghoster, always a ghoster. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Did we help her at all? I don't, I don't feel know.
0: like we did. Do you have advice, her Erica?
1: How do you get off the ghosting Yeah, street? how does she get off the ghosting I think, street? again,
0: my my advice to her is just to take things slowly.
3: I think Dean has good advice.
0: You can't predict a ghost. But here's the thing. Even if you're taking things slowly and some guy decides to ghost you because he's a dick, you're not inv- as invested in that relationship, so you don't care quite as much for getting yeah, ghosted.
3: Yeah, like they'll bail out a little earlier if you've spent more time yeah, getting there.
0: Exactly. Like, I guess. Like this guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this guy again that through the birthday thing for her like she became very invested in that because it's such a it's a cool thing like he invited all our friends a uh, great time to spend on her on their birthday all that kind of stuff and that's like she became invested in that and then so when the ghosting happened she like obviously was a little broken up about it and i think like once you you have to like build a level of trust with someone that takes time you can't just do that overnight mm-hmm. like you want to know that these people that you're dating aren't going to ghost you and i don't know that's my advice I think that's good advice, but you can't. You also can't. Yeah, you can't plan on a ghost. Or well, what happens if she just like goes to the guy that she's dating now and be like, "Listen,
1: if you ghost me, yeah, she's I'm coming out. I tried that. About it. I tried that. No, I did on I, the third one after ghost one and ghost two. The third ghost, I said, look, the last two they just kind of vanished. If it's not happening for you, you can tell me. It's fine. I'll be okay. Wasn't yeah.
3: the third the worst ghost of all?
1: Yeah, because I just said that to her. Not just said that to her. It was, you know, a month after that or something. And okay. then she just vanished. I was like, damn it. Do you think if you didn't say it to her, she would
0: have ghosted you sooner? Uh, maybe. I don't know. They got a principle, she's like, oh, I got to stick it out for another month and a half
1: now. <laughs> 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 Certainly possible. Eliza wants to talk to Dean, and she has a very specific reason why. Uh, I love the podcast. It's been fun and interesting getting to know you, Dean. A little background, I'm 40, I've been married five and a half years, we have two kids. Before I got married, I had mixed feelings about it, since my parents divorced, there's a lot of that around me growing up, I always knew I wanted to be a mother, I would have been okay having kids before marriage, but my husband's a Christian and felt very strongly about being married before starting a family. We got married and a year later had our first son. Now, like most married couples, we have our ups and downs. Some challenges for me, according to my husband, are my communication and not enough praise and thanks. I've heard you talk a few times about love languages, and my husband's is words of affirmation. Mine is touch. I've read the chapter several times, and I must be missing something because I can't seem to provide enough to meet his needs. So my question is, how can I improve in that area? What does words of affirmation mean to you? Because that's yours, right, Dean? That's your love language, words of affirmation? That's my second. Okay. So what does that mean to you, and how do you see it being played out in a relationship? I I would love Mark and Easton's perspective as well, being married and all. Thanks, guys. Eliza. Oh, and then we'll get to her PS in a second, but that's a good question too. But let's talk about this at first. Words of affirmation. Yeah, I think that
0: uh, with words of affirmation being my second one, physical touch is my first. Okay. Uh, I think my at least perspective on this is I, I like to go out of my way to do um, small things for the girl that I'm dating, whatever it is, um, and or just anyone in general, friends, family. And I don't do it for the sake of like feeling good for myself. I like to like obviously like make people happy for those types of gestures that you do. But it is really, really nice when someone's like, thank you so much for this, for dinner, for taking us up to Tahoe for the weekend, for whatever it is, for taking us to Hawaii for the weekend. You know, it's like, all it takes is like a very small, uh, like, appreciation. I mean, maybe that's not even what words of affirmation is, but it's like, if if she could go to him and be like, hey, babe, thank you so much for cleaning the dishes after I cooked or something like that, you know, like, that type of stuff, I think, that typically goes unnoticed, or at least unmentioned, um, can kind of like build up over time. and. Maybe like he would think that she's ungrateful, that type of stuff.
1: So I've had trouble with this this words of affirmation concept too. So it's not so much, oh you're the greatest, oh you're so handsome, oh you're so strong. It's not so much that as it is, thank you for what you do. Yeah. Uh, oh oh you uh, hung your towel up after the shower. Thank you for doing that. Oh you put your socks in the hamper. Thank you. Good. You, you know that sort of thing is without it that, pa- without patronizing because that sounds kind that of did patronizing. That kind of patronizing. You're right. <laughs> but it's more thanking you for the effort you put forth in the relationship. Yes. Is it also I love you so much. You're the greatest thing. Oh, you're such a great part boyfriend. I love you. I love you. I would, love yeah, you. I would love to hear that. Those too. are good too. Heck yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I don't, I, I'm i I'm still wrapping my brain. I, I don't think words of affirmation are high on my list because I don't, I don't think I need that sort of thing. I think thing.
0: that's because you're a confident person. I, so what I'm slowly realizing too, that's why words, words of affirmation is number two on my list is because I'm insecure as all hell. And so what I kind of gain out of the words of affirmation is like, I, it kind of tempers my insecurities a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah,
0: I'm not obviously I don't know her husband. But, but
1: where does that, where does the insecurity come
0: from? I don't know, self worth, that type of stuff. Does this go back
1: to your parents? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly something I've never really dealt with before. But in in like the last six months or so, I feel like my self worth has kind of diminished a little bit. And so it's that's nice.
1: interesting because now you're coming off of being on TV, mm-hmm. and that's that's not a coincidence. I don't think.
0: I don't think so either. But it's just it's it's it goes a long way when the person that I'm dating reassures me or affirms me in a relationship or just in general because i don't know having a self-deprecating co- podcast help i suck at dating <laughs> i need i need that affirmation in my life
1: and it goes a long way interesting because i because you you seem you come off to me as a confident guy oh you're, not, you're a handsome guy sure you got a lot going on for you thanks you're young keep, keep going don't <laughs> <stop. Don't laughs> stop. these are my words of affirmation to you <laughs> It's interesting that you'd be insecure, but that's a lesson that everybody has insecurities no matter how they appear from the outside, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the lesson there? Yeah. Um, Erica. Yeah. Do you know your love languages?
3: Uh, I just pulled them up. Oh. Um, Quality time and then words of affirmation then goes down from there. But you know what I think is interesting is like, is the husband paying attention to her love language? Are they just not communicating- That's a good question. Hers is physical touch. ...through each other's love languages and therefore there's a slight disconnect it kind of sounds like, to me, like he's being a little bit selfish and saying, we're having problems because you don't affirm me enough. Um, and maybe that's just because I want to take the woman's side a little bit. You but, should. But it kind of sounds like he isn't compromising as well. That's a
1: very good point that it goes both ways. She didn't really mention
0: much about him doing anything for her
1: physical touch needs. Right. Yeah. Is she getting foot massages? <laughs> didn't Doesn't know where you were going like to go there. Um, By the way, it's, yeah. this is strange because I just pulled up my words of affirmation. I forgot about this because I took it uh, a year ago. Your love languages? Yeah, my love languages. (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) Words of of affirmation. (laughs) Words of affirmation is my top one. So maybe I'm crazy. Yeah. Although
0: there is something to be said about that test because the questions are very leading to the answers. Yeah, that's true. And so it's like, I think I'm physical touch. And so I was answering questions like, oh, physical touch, physical touch, physical touch. You know? Right, right, right. It's like, would you prefer to be snuggled or would you prefer to have someone buy you a present? snuggle <laughs> i wonder which question leads to which answer
1: you know
3: right. yeah but then there's like me who like physical touch is my last one and that is spot on like i'm not a cuddly person mark hates because i won't hug she him, doesn't and, hug like,
1: ever like under any circumstances I, hugged I know i
3: i hugged dean hello cause, oh okay okay okay, okay
1: so i
0: see each other less frequently <laughs> i, I
3: guess. see dean I maybe once a week i see mark so many hours too of u- every day much. like i spend a whole lot of time with you so i'm just saying
1: that's true. There's, she has rules. Like if you're going yeah. away for a two week vacation, you a will hug. get a hug. Other than that, forget <laughs> it. Weekend handshake. Weekends nothing. We <laughs> no, can see not it. nothing. Wait, did we help Eliza? Uh, I think so. I think I think the key is Erica's point that it's got to go both ways, no. and I hope he's giving you the touch you need as well as you uh, as you're giving him the affirmation he needs. And I think you answered her question about what does that mean to you, and I right. think you answered it honestly. To, to me, a, a word of affirmation is best applied when there's an act of service involved. So it's like say
0: he, like I said, like say he does something. He does if I were the him, if I were him, I would really really hope that she that it doesn't go unnoticed I yeah. guess is the thing, and sure. it goes appreciated, sure, and that would just re- really
1: make everything better. Let me read her p s because it is something we neglected to talk about she says I, I don't know if I missed it or what, but uh, i I hope it's okay to ask how did Hawaii go with your siblings and your mom's ashes over Christmas and new year's? uh it went well. We yeah. never really talked about that we kind of touched did on we? it I don't remember it after the fact, I remember it beforehand, but I don't remember after the fact, yeah, we went uh.
0: It was me my two brothers and my sister my father did not join us mm-hmm. um, I think this was kind of one of the things where it, words of affirmation was important to me and I didn't really get that like I felt so it was like it was I took the responsibility to plan the trip and get everyone out there organize everything logistics finance everything, whatever it is. Hold on
1: are you the oldest?
0: I'm the youngest you're the youngest yeah how many siblings uh three so it's me I'm 26 my sister's 28 Brad or Ross is 31 Brad is 34 so there's four siblings mm-hmm. and you had the ashes
1: yes why
0: i don't know if i necessarily so i guess i can say this. so uh for three months when i was in college um i was like a junior or senior uh my brother one of my older brothers uh came under like hard times he's always kind of been like financial hardship all that kind of stuff so i was like yeah please come like live with us i'm more than happy to like, take you under my roof and like allow you to kind of get back on your feet sort of thing and he had the ashes at the time um, and he like put him in the closet or something like that and then uh, when he moved out he like forgot to take them with him or something like that. And this was like five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. So he forgot them. Um, And then I was like cleaning out and I like, it's funny too, because I forgot like something stupid, like a pair of shoes or something when we were fully moving out. Cause I was moving to Denver after I graduated college and I go in and I could do one final clean sweep of the apartment as we're moving out. And I look in like a closet in like one of the back corners and I see like the, um, the box with the ashes in it. The box it's not an urn. It wasn't an urn. It was, uh, it was what the crematory put Uh it, put the ashes in. Um, And that was just really frustrating to me too. Cause it was like, he was entrusted with the ashes for yeah. whatever reason. I yeah. don't know exactly why he was chosen to watch after them. Is he the oldest? He's the second oldest. Okay. And then he just left them. And I was like, Well, what the fuck? like? These are okay. This is obviously something. Sorry for the curse. It's okay. This is obviously something that you never should have been responsible for in the first place. If that's like the way that you would kind of like go about that, I guess. So then I just kind of took it upon myself to be like, All right, like these are mine now. Um, whenever anyone asks me for them, and they're like, that, they're like, Hey, can I have? Can I hold on to them? I'm like, No, you can't hold on to anything. I'm holding on to them now. You guys are all idiots. <laughs> um, and then so we went to Hawaii. Did all that stuff you paid for everything everything um flight hotel meals flight hotel meals probably like I would say like 75 percent of the meals okay rental car um oh activities all that kind of stuff wow. and I mean that's not that like that's fine but there was never like a moment where they were like they were like thank you for like doing this for us I'm sure there were like small thank yous but um it was still as just you know it's I kind of almost hate myself for like being like well you guys didn't thank me for the trip because that kind of makes me like sound a little bit conceited but it was just like annoying that they didn't show any like grateful
1: it is annoying but I, but some people do have a hard time with that it's hard thanking people sincerely is difficult for some people for whatever reason it is yeah maybe it's guilt that they didn't do this they didn't think of this they forgot the ashes there there might be guilt involved that prevents them from someone said it. that
0: uh i was talking to like my friend about this and they're like well sometimes like maybe ego gets involved where your yeah. siblings are all older than you and they yes. wanted to do this for you but you were the one that did it for them so they kind of felt slighted a little bit yeah um so other than that, like again, that didn't didn't take back from the trip. The trip was still beautiful. Like Hawaii is an incredible place. Um, we hiked up to this lighthouse on Christmas Day at sunrise, uh, and and was able to spread the ashes. There's a lot more ashes in there than I was expecting there to be.
1: Was there um, a, a, a reason for that location? Did had she
0: been there? Uh, she or? said when she was on her on her uh, on the bed in the hospice, she's like, I want, I want my ashes scattered uh, on a cliffside in Hawaii. So we were just like, this seems wow. like a good cliff. Um, my sister brought. Four packets of wildflower seeds. So we like uh, mixed the wildflower oh, seeds and nice. the ashes and spread them. Um, it was great. And then my sister left the next day. My brother left the next day. And then me, and my other brother stayed for like three or four more days and just kind of hung out. Um,
1: yeah. Was it emotional when you let them go?
0: Was there tears? My sister cried. It wasn't necessarily emotional for me or my brothers. It was just like it. It was just nice that we could kind of like close that, and not necessarily yeah. have to worry about it anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think all of the grieving that we've done has kind of already transpired. We're already kind of like, and I don't say like pass it because we're never gonna be past it essentially. But it was more of just a matter of like this was her dying wish, and we're like we're finally grateful to be able to like be doing it. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah. So it was good. There's a great book I recommend called Kids of Appetite, uh, and part of it is this uh, te- teenage boy, and he's trying to fulfill his dad's dying wishes mm-hmm. that he found in the urn that was in his. Mom's house the whole time. He opened up the urn and there was a note in there, and it was all these things he wanted done with his ashes. Put some here, put some here, and so that's kind of the book. That's is cool. Him going him and his new friends going place to place and and scattering some ashes, and it made me think of that. That's when really you told cool. Me that. Yeah, it is nice to get, like you said, the closure and doing that final thing for your mom. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, so I guess to Eliza's point, sorry for not talking about it in a little bit more depth, but um, yeah, I don't know.
1: That's I I find that very interesting.
0: I still like really, it's been. What, two and a half months mm-hmm. since Christmas? Mm-hmm. Haven't talked to my siblings since. Wow.
1: <laughs> Were you close growing up?
0: Uh, I think the age gap made it difficult for us all to be close. I was like a complete, such a big dork. Like, I was, I like, whenever my brothers brought their friends around, I embarrassed the crap out of them. Mm.
3: That's a youngest child. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm that way too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. My sister. I, would like, I remember like when my sister's friends would call the house because it's like a communal house And thing. you
3: would get on the other phone line and listen?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never
3: done that either. I don't know what but you're
0: talking at, about. As a 12-year-old boy, Mark and Ethan, I'm sure, oh, I hope at least you share this, um, your voice comes across as very feminine when you answer the phone. <laughs> and, when, and when and when my sister's friends were calling, they were expecting her to answer, and so I would answer, and they would be like, oh, my God, Sky, hi, how are you? And I'd be like, no, it's Dean. So I would start answering the phone like, hello, like in, in like, the deepest <laughs> okay. voice I could. And I just remember there was like small things like that. Like it was just, I was always kind of more of like an embarrassment for my siblings than I was like a friend.
3: I doubt they feel that way about you.
0: Well, now they don't at all. Okay, good. Now they don't at all. I'm just saying like as like that's, those are the growing up, growing up because then when my mother passed away when I was 15, like when I was finally starting to be like tolerable around hit their friends is <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's when we like didn't really start hanging out anymore. Cause like they didn't live anywhere nearby. Like So it's just, we're friends, but you know, there's just an age gap, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I guess my sister and I are like that. Like, we talk a couple times a year. Like, there's not a, there's not, there's a huge months and months and months will go by without chatting. So, yeah. I, I guess that's natural. How often do you talk to your siblings?
3: Like, one of my sisters every single day. See, I think sisters, sisters are different. Because I have two sisters. I talk to one every single day. I talk to the other multiple times a week. I'm in a group text with my siblings. that was blown up earlier today. But I'm 24. My brother is 30. And he's the oldest. I'm the youngest. We're all really close in age.
0: Oh, and you have one in the middle?
3: The ones in the middle are twenty seven and twenty
0: nine. Oh, so you're the youngest of four too. Yep, twins.
3: Twins. <laughs> but like your story is fascinating to me. Everything about you that, is yeah. Fascinating. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't handle everything the way you do.
0: I don't think that I handle it capably at all. But I don't.
3: Well, is even like funny? being willing to take in your brother when you were still in college. That's like a. That's something that's like abnormal and like you should praise yourself for that.
0: Well. It's funny too, because I asked you we were, when I was in New York last week. We were talking uh, to like some interviewer, and he's like, "What do you think about like your fans or something like that?" And I was like, first of all, the word fan to me is so weird, you're because <laughs> because people are fans of the people that go on the show because they can find something to relate to them about, you know. But when you're like living through those experiences, like when." every moment every like trial or tribulation that's happened to me in my life i didn't look at it as something like this is like something that's changing me it's just it's a, a another thing that you have to get through you know yeah. and now like when you're 26 years old and you can look back and you can be like those are kind of like the pivotal transformational moments but you didn't really think of anything as uh, about them while they were happening and that's what people like find uh i guess like, appreciation that's what people in. are fans of you it's for. just really weird so like like you like you're saying like you have a fascinating life i don't really see my life as fascinating i just saw it as me like getting through every I'm a game fan. <laughs> that's what we've come to. <laughs> no, I am though. <laughs> that's but that's the point. It's like it's like any and you can ask anyone. I'm sure that's been through a lot. Like Eric Bigger went, grew up on the streets of Baltimore, and he, I'm sure, like if he looks back, he's like, no, I was just like getting waking up in the morning, going right. to bed at night, and I wasn't really sure what I was doing. Right was for just you, it's just life, exactly. But to us, it's fascinating because there's yeah. so many stories. And the f- the fact that it's fascinating just blows my mind because no one's ever thought it was fascinating before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you put on this platform with. But I'd like to say, to even
3: if you had never been on The Bachelorette. I think we'd still find your story fascinating if we sat down and talked.
0: Like, I'd still be
3: like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. All of these things.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I wouldn't ever talk about it, though. It's the thing. Yeah.
3: Well, here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Can I just say one thing real quick, totally off topic? Yeah. I had a, this sounds so crazy. (laughs) I had a dream the other night. About? And they're like teasing up this new, there's this new couple coming from Bachelor Nation.
0: Wait, this was a dream?
3: a dream and into the studio walks dean and rachel Lindsay back together. <laughs> oh, wow. and like i literally woke up and almost texted you to be like wait are you back with rachel <laughs> and then I, I had to process the fact that she is totally so engaged. engaged you are hypothetically maybe gonna be in a relationship soon like it was the it was so real do you ever talk to her no oh so i don't know where this came from <laughs> that's to, hilarious i had to put it out there that's
0: hilarious dreams are very i mean i wish we could have a podcast just dedicated to dreams because i have the most insane dreams
3: oh we should do it well let's book dreams. a
0: dream expert because that's easy we can get a dream heck expert. yes let's book okay. a dream expert all right yeah. but cool. it's not even like i don't even like have dreams where i'm like oh i kind of remember some things i remember like the weirdest dreams ever and i i don't know why like do you have you have a lot of weird dreams
3: Oh, I have, like, full relationships and dreams. Mm-hmm. It's weird stuff, yeah. All
0: right, well, let's get a dream expert.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, okay, well, so that'll do it for episode X of Help, I Suck at <laughs> Dating. 17. <laughs> 17, Wow. Big thank you to Jeannie Asimos from e-harmy.com. Uh, Their happiness index comes out on Thursday. Be sure to check it out. You can check it out on eharmonycom slash advice. Um, we love your emails. Keep emailing them in, honestly. Uh, the first half of this podcast typically... You know, I'm just looking forward to this part of it, or the, the email part of it, so <laughs> keep them coming. I'm, I really want to
1: reincorporate phone calls back into the podcast. I want to do an Ask Dean Anything segment, but we can't do that until Winter Games airs, because then people can actually ask you anything. Can we actually circle back real quick to the Dating Do's and Don'ts with Dean Ungler? I, I like love that. that title. It's a lot.
0: It's a mouthful, but it's almost it. so long mm-hmm. to the point that it becomes gimmicky to like be acceptable. You it know,
1: sounds like a college course or something. Dating Do's like and it. Don'ts
0: with Dean.
3: But mm. maybe this is Dean's college course for everyone.
1: I think it's just Dating Dean, it's like forgetting I Sarah don't Marshall. Hate dating, dating, dating Dean Ungler. You don't hate it.
3: I don't hate him. He Sorry, hates it. He
1: He's hates very it.
0: mad. What about right now? dating deans and don'ts? <laughs> that incorporates both of them.
1: That doesn't even make sense. Dating dean for Mark. Yeah. Dating deans and don'ts. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not making up words. No, we're not compromising. We'll we'll find a title that you like.
0: By the uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, we'll be back next week potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thank you again for listening to episode 17 of Help, I Suck at Dating. We'll be back next week for the show. Still called Help, I Suck at Dating. (laughs) But next week yields a new possibility for a greater future for all of us. So be sure to tune in next week because maybe I'll suck a little bit less.
1: Follow Help, I Suck at Dating with Dean Unglert on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.